Hello, my name is Derek Day from Classless Act, and I'm hanging out with Rob from Front Row Live. What's up, dude? I'm so excited to get to talk to you and get to talk about the music. Uh, I'm obsessed with your band, even though it's only one song that's out in the universe. Um, But uh, congratulations with uh, Classless Act and uh, especially the debut single. Um, Talk to me about that creative process between you guys, because this is incredible. It's there's nothing else out there unless you're like an OG. <laughs> Damn, that's a great way to thank you. <laughs> um, the creative process has been amazing and, and bone growing, if that makes any sense. A lot of pains and stuff because we, we wrote a bunch of, we have like a bunch of songs that we wrote individually together as a band. And some of them are really good. Some of them were kind of like touching on other genres and, it was hard to hone in on one sound. And so after a while, we started writing with writers just to see what that felt like. And we wrote with just everybody from Hollywood to Nashville, you know, and, and even further, uh, you know, over the Zoom and all of that. And so just we kind of just really grew together and um, uh, uh, learned how to write more and more. And so what, from our first single, we, um, we wrote that with the producer and guitar player, Keith Nelson from Buck Cherry and um and he like he's just like our dear friend now and we finally got to find what we're kind of trying to represent with that sort of kind of thing um but yeah it's just it's just a lot of you know crazy we're always gonna try to we'll do something very classic and trying to like homage things but at the same time we're always gonna try to twist it in some way some way did you guys come into the studio with Keith knowing what sound you guys wanted or did he help kind of figure out the sound that, uh, that the band is all about? We knew what we wanted and um, we definitely knew what we wanted to say and like represent. Uh, but he really helped us like come together in one lane kind of, cause we we're seriously all like everyone's influenced by different eras of, you know, all five of us have different, like genres that we love so it was cool to have keith nelson and people like joe ciccarelli who produced most of the album bob rock who produced other half of the album bob rock yeah 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 these guys helped uh, like you know keith produced a song on the record wrote a lot of them with us and then we had joe and bob produce the other the rest of the record and and um we wrote like a tune with justin hawkins and we wrote a tune with like great like a songwriting team the heavy and like all these amazing all these amazing artists uh and all of them had this one common thing with helping us like okay we we like you let's just put you here just for at least for now just so we the audience could understand you and that's it was it was a hard lesson too because here i am i'm like no i want to paint like the mona lisa i want to paint (laughs) something on top of it you know and it's just like no hold on wait wait let's try to do something like this or you know so yeah, it was just beautiful learning experience. That's amazing, man. Like that, that's great. Uh, those are some great names that you, that you mentioned that are being part of this upcoming debut album. Uh, but before we really dive into that debut album, like t- uh, talk to me a little bit about give it to me. And like, why did you feel like this was the perfect debut single for the band? Like uh, to me, it blew my face off and I still can't find it, but, <laughs> but what, I mean, what made you choose this song? You can't find your face. <laughs> that's cool. Uh, man, you know, it's funny because that's not our, that's not like 
our most complex song i would say it's not our most deep song on the record you'll hear it's not our like you know it's just like this beautifully like uh fun song i think everyone on in the band was like this is a nice like like way to be like hey we're here to kick ass and that's it you know and and it, we like we chose it because we're like maybe we want to surprise you guys with the next single maybe maybe or like in two singles from now you might have something completely different and but really it's not it's really not that different but we just thought like this is a good kick open the door we're here you need to say hello the first impression is always important and i feel like that was us saying we have energy because everyone in the band has a lot of energy so that's just what we wanted to say now aside from your amazing vocals i fell in love with your stage show your performance is incredible and i'm i'd love that i get to experience a little bit of that energy through this interview right now because you're so animated and i love that because it you know it portrays uh, talk to me about kind of discovering yourself as an entertainer and and how did you go about that process of like showing uh, becoming who you are today and okay so i started playing guitar and like singing on the street and um I was like 13 years old when I started playing. Like I was born and raised in LA, so I like started jamming out on Santa Monica Boulevard and like, you know, where the rich people are, try to get their money. And like but everyone, I think I got my like look at me attitude and like don't look away attitude from playing on the street because people are always shopping and they're always on their way to the movies or on their way to a dinner. So, if you can make someone stop and like like wait a minute i'm going to be late i want to be late to see this then you've done it and i feel like i've just done that i've done it for like friday through sunday every weekend since i was 13 to like 20 and so i was just like really just doing that and learning how to be rejected and like uh, learning how to fight with like homeless people trying to take my bucket and shit and so like there's a lot of that a lot of uh i would say a lot of my performance comes from the streets <laughs> Do you have in mind like your stage show, your your own personal stage show um, as you're writing and recording these songs? Or is this something that you just let happen once you're on that stage? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. No, like every only like a couple of times like it actually it would happen very like uh, if I happen to be writing a line and I'd be like, uh well, I always try to look for shock value and lyrics mm. and stuff. So that goes hand in hand with how my face is going to look and everything. But I guess I don't think about like, Ooh, and I, and I should jump when I say this or whatever, but it's usually like I write a shocking word and I'm like, Oh, and I could do something like this on stage. And so, and then that triggers a whole other universe of like vocabulary, like a whole other thing. Um, so like it kind of bounces off of that. I never intend to write to my performance, but then I think about it midway through writing and then I keep writing based on a performance perspective. That makes sense. Um, now, talking about this upcoming debut album, again, you mentioned uh, an incredible amount of, uh, of names that are being part of this, this record. How did you guys come across uh, these producers and these artists to come and be part of your, of your debut record? And we've just been so blessed with our team. We have an incredible manager uh, and our, man our management team is Favor the Artists. And uh, thanks to them, we got signed to Better Noise Music. Well, we signed to them when there was 11.7 and then they became mm -hmm. Better Noise Music. And, um, and uh, 
they just have all these great connections and they heard us and we, and honestly, like our songs were okay, but our management and our label were both like, this is good, but you just need to get better. So it was out of necessity. We're like, let's put you with a really good producer and like a really good thing. Cause you guys are like 80% there. So let's get you to 92 and then eventually not, you know? So like, um, yeah, it's just a great team. Our label and our management, just they, they've been in the business forever. And, you know, on Better Noise, you have guys like Papa Roach and Five Finger Death Punch. You have Motley Crue on there. Um, so, like, you know, they happen to have these cool, like, connections with guys like Bob Rock, who produced Motley Crue and, and Metallica and freaking Michael Buble and stuff. Like, all these guys. During that recording process of this debut album, uh, how would you say that these producers challenged you, um, the band as a whole, and you personally, vocally? Absolutely. I mean, the band as a whole, to think on our feet. Um, we just had to really quickly, like, we had to change things. We rehearsed before going in the studio. Before going to pre-production, we rehearsed as a band four times a day, four times a week. Um, and, like, this is the song, and then the producer would be like, uh, okay, now let's change a lot of it or at least a big half of it. And so we just had to like, do it. And um, uh, and personally, I learned how to like really write a song and or really uh, utilize the importance of um, less is more. Or if you're going to say something or if you're going to with whether it be a word or a, a musical note, make sure it's the perfect, most right thing you can say at that moment in time. Don't just be like freaking Mozart and whatever you want, you know, like um, you just got to make sure you're like saying the most important thing because it matters. And like, you want to be, make an impact, not just show off. So I had to learn that with like lyrics and melodies. I was, you talk to any of these guys, they'd be like, oh yeah, he just, it was just like, no, 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 I don't, I don't know. So I had to learn about like, really song penetrating people's hearts with that sounded weird with um with the right notes and words and uh yeah and the band how to think on our feet how to work out work quick and uh and under pressure with this debut album would you say that there's like a theme running through it or um is like is there a story for this record or you know what what can your fans look forward to there is this is not necessarily a concept album but mm. i think this is something where like the art is kind of uh uh imitating life in a way where maybe it will be a little conceptual we didn't intend for it but it, it comes out to yeah. be uh you know because it was all written during the so a lot of these uh themes are similar and uh, i think it's really kind of i think the the audience can look forward to a large range of uh, emotions. That's what I like most about this album. You got really kick-ass happy songs, really cool party songs, but you also have really deep, like inter, what do you call it? Like introspective kind of songs. And you have really beautiful, like heart-wrenching love songs. And then you have um, a lot of songs where it's just like more introspective plus party at the same time. Um, so it's like a lot of fusing there. And, uh, and a lot of these songs, and, also, they could the audience could expect a lot of honesty. That's uh, you know, every song is just like no, there's no you know BSing anybody. We're just some of it's about our childhood and who we are as people, and I think people could relate to some of the subject matter.
What about vocally? Did you find yourself stepping out of your comfort, uh, your comfort zone this time around? Uh, and if so, like, how do you feel that, that you were able to overcome that situation? Oh man. Yeah, absolutely. I had to like, I think, um, I had to really learn how to sing like a trained vocalist and sing with like my diaphragm and, and then understand, um, I, I learned that my voice, I think a lot of singers have like a hundred different voices they want, they can do. And that can be very schizophrenic at times and you don't really know who you are. So to find who you want to sound like and who you want to be, that's been a beautiful challenge for me. And it's been like nerve wracking. Um, and uh, yeah, so it, I just had to like learn how to sing uh, like more trained, maybe not so aggressive when, when you think it should be you, maybe it's not, you know, you kind of listen to what the instruments are doing and you kind of sing off of that. You don't have to push as hard as the electric guitar is pushing and stuff and back and forth like that. There's so much energy coming out of the band, the performance, the live show, uh, the live show, I'm assuming. And you guys are getting ready to go on your first ever tour and following that first ever tour, you're going to go on your first ever stadium tour. So, <laughs> so, you know, how are you guys prepping for this? How are you guys able to, you know, keep the energy going, but not drain yourselves during this process? Man. Well, for me personally, there's five dudes. So I don't know, like we're all like all right now we're all working to get money in our pockets to make sure we can eat on a tour, but we're also <laughs> rehearsing like daily, uh, like every single day we're working on our one set list and we're just trying to like nail it. And, um, uh, and personally, like, I'm just like, I'm doing like an intermittent fasting and I'm like careful with what I eat just cause my voice is the instrument. So I have to like not destroy it. And, um, uh, uh other than that, it's just rehearsals and constant meeting, constant texting each other and calling each other. Like, Hey, what do you think of this idea? What about this idea? Hmm. What should we wear? Like just keeping in touch and making sure our brotherhood is alive. Cause it's scary. It's very intimidating. No matter, this is a huge dream of all of ours since we're babies, but like very intimidating. So we just want to make sure we all know that we're there for each other. So how did the stadium tour happen? I mean, this is like anybody, any rock artist's dream tour to like be a part of. So, uh, you know, Tommy Lee was obviously a fan of the band, but like, what was this process like? It, was it a phone call that you got? Was it an email? Like, did you just wake up one day and saw yourself on the lineup? Like what happened? It was weird. Like, so we recorded maybe seven of our songs at the atrium, which is uh, Tommy Lee's studio, home studio. And we know it because Bob knows Tommy, He's, you know, so recorded Bob, Tommy. So like, he's like, yeah, let's just record it at the atrium. And we're like, okay. And that was like two years ago, three years ago now. Um, and like, so we did it. And then, so we got to like meet Tommy and like, you know, bow to him. Like, hey, thanks for letting us in your home. And, and then I think that was that little initial spark kind of, you know, he heard the songs in the studio that it wasn't really an audition then though, or anything. It was just more like, we were just in the, in the space. And eventually we re finally released this first song, single and, and we, you know, we sent it to our label, our label heads and they pitched it to the band and the management of Motley and everything. And they were like, all right, yeah, they just gave us a chance. As far as they gave us this chance, they let us know like a year ago, kind of like it's most likely going to happen or like two years ago, like it, it can happen. It can happen. 
And so this whole time we're like, it's not going to happen. Come on. So it's just like, even to this day, like we're planning the, the route and I'm still like, this is not, I'm like dead. I'm in heaven right now. So I still haven't fully like accepted it, um, but it's happening. So it was kind of, it was like in an email. I think it was also like on a zoom call with our manager. He's just like, you guys are on the tour. And we're like, yay. But deep down, we are like, you're, you're lying to us, but no, but it's happening. So it, I don't know. I don't know if that answers your question. I feel like I'm just kind of. <laughs> that does. So obviously you guys will be testing out the new material on the tour. Can we expect the album around that time? Or is this something that's still maybe in the works for later, the end of the year? Expect the album for the, for the stadium tour. The, the whole thing should be out for the stadium tour. So go oh, ahead nice. and stream okay. it. Yeah, like in or in June, like mid-June, you'll have the album. But until then, we'll be throwing out singles and videos and because uh, we want people to try to sing along as we're up there, you know. So lastly, to close us off, what has been the biggest challenge so far? It feels like, you know, the gates are opening for you guys and opportunities are flooding left and right. But where do you guys feel like you felt challenged uh, during this entire process? Just overall with recording and performing and getting ready, you mean? Yeah. Uh, man, that's... It just, it's crazy because it just feels like I would just say everything or like understanding everything. Like we've, like personally, m- my spirituality has changed now. So I'm like understanding myself as a thing. I think we're all just kind of like trying to... Uh, just be so ready i mean i don't know i like we just want to make sure we're good and tight and focused because so much is happening since the announcement of the tour we've been doing nothing but going into the studio making music videos recording playing live to get better and and like as soon as we're done we go rehearse for the next thing and like so it's just non-stop non-stopness so the biggest challenge is like i'm like you know realizing that like uh that this train is moving so we can't like we can't slow it down we can't stop we can't jump off we just got to make sure it stays on the tracks keeping the train on the tracks right you can't you can't go back now like this is what you signed up for so get ready because it's not gonna stop (laughs) yeah absolutely well dude i'm so excited for your band i'm so excited to to finally get to talk to you and i'm looking forward to seeing the live show once uh once you guys are either here in Anaheim or in uh, Inglewood, I believe that's where you guys are hitting for the stadium tour. So uh, thanks again for taking the time to do this, man. And I look forward to reuniting again soon. Absolutely. I'm got, wait, let me just show you guys my studio. I have this amazing studio here. Uh, look at all my... You can't have enough keys, right? <laughs> nope, not at all. And I have uh, I actually also put price tags on all my keyboards and stuff. <laughs> Just so you guys know. And That's I have the like exclusive whole... merch for the stadium tour. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I have like a whole acoustic room and a drum room. And uh, I'm glad you guys could see my house. No, I'm just kidding. You, I'm at a guitar center, as you know. <laughs> because I, even now, I'm like, I got to find the right mics. I'm finding a 58 beta and I have to get a, a this Sennheiser this. And I'm like, you know, so you caught me in the middle of my tour run. <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad i can be part of it that that's awesome man well again congratulations and i'm looking forward to more from you thanks rob all right thanks guys <laughs>
<laughs> hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more. And I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in and have a great night.